Hey, hey. Salam, salam. Walaikum assalam. Yes, bro. So, here we are again. I'm with a long-time friend, a nemesis on certain occasions too. Mm. Uh, doctor, Dr. Shab mm. now. Mm. Um, this, once again, this is um, episode five of the Game IQ, guys. And I'm with Dr. Osman. Mm. I just want to start by saying, uh, as you know, Omar, uh, the old age adage uh, that you like to uh, always, uh, you know, remind us of, all my friends are dead. <laughs> See, that is a very inside joke. That is, and, yeah, that is very, yeah. if you know, you know. But anyways, yeah. how are you? I'm all good, man. I'm as good as I'm going to be. You know what I mean? Um yeah, highs and lows, brother. Just enjoying the way. Good. That's the way. Enjoying the weather, <laughs> enjoying the way. Yeah, man. I think the weather... You always get those debates about people that say, you know, they say, how can you like this hot versus any kind of cold? Mm. Uh, I don't agree, honestly. <laughs> I don't I agree. Don't, yeah, I don't know. Like, I enjoy I enjoy this heat. This is okay. Um, But then I also like... You know, early autumn. Yeah. That that October, late September, October chill. When it's mm. you know when it's not cold, mm. it's, you know you just it's a light jacket weather, and the yeah. sun's out. Those kind of days, I think those that's my two favorite times of the mm. year. Mm. Sort of strong summertime mm. in the UK, and then that late September October time. Mm. Yeah, maybe for what it is, you kind uh, of appreciate it. Pumpkin spice latte season, mm. Mm. as they like to say. No, you're right. And even taking, um, having a lot of hot drinks in this kind of weather, it doesn't hit the same. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It's barely 20 degrees, but you know what? Yeah. It's, uh, it's, you know, it's, it's the way our houses are built here. They're so insulated for the winter. Yeah. You can't hack it in the summer, man. And is it that concept? What's it called? Homeostasis or something? Where Mm. something about the internal temperature not matching the external. That's why Mm. you you wouldn't feel that propensity to, to, to like drinks like that uh yeah as in your body your body adapts doesn't it yeah. so <clears throat> the whole the whole uh concept of homeostasis is adaptation to the environment mm. so your body adapts and you know if i so for example it's been boiling hot i've been at work for the last three days and I probably, you know, honestly, it's bad. It's bad, and uh, I probably had less than two liters to drink over the last like Oof. two days. It's bad. So but, you have been water drained slightly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's been hot, and I've but I've not felt the thirst. It's only yeah. when I start drinking water where that I start feeling, oh, actually, I am quite thirsty. But if I'm not drinking water, I'm not thinking about it. Yeah, it's it's, uh, you know. Gonna, create gonna some kind of resistance. Mm, gonna pack my kidneys in. You know, it's not a good thing. But yeah. you know, we move. Damn man, how you been feeling about like all these friendlies for England and stuff? Uh, this is bad. You know, I um, <laughs> I, I actually have not been following any football for a good six months now. Since like, since uh, Feb time, mm. maybe like January Feb time. You fallen um, out of love with the game. I don't know if I'm out of love with the game. Just so much on my plate at the moment. Um, 
I I I like I watch the occasional highlights, but I'm not yeah. actively. You know, when matches are happening, or yeah, um, I'm not actively looking to watch it, or I'm not actively looking up the score unless I'm super interested. Like even the, uh, the Europa League final, yeah, I didn't. Know, I forgot about it, and I didn't know the result until, you know, our dear friend messaged, uh, <laughs> saying what he said. And I was oh, like, oh, man. yeah, the match was on today. What actually happened? And then I discovered. And I didn't bring myself to watch the highlights <laughs> for, for the next three weeks. Like, I just couldn't yeah, bring myself yeah, to yeah. watch the highlights. Now, they're uh, difficult. I think especially when you know, like, the way a, lo- a loss happened, mm, it's hard yeah. to go back to that. Because then you yeah. think to yourself, why am I exploring that wound? Yeah, exactly. I think my love for football peaked um, summer 2018, definitely. Yeah. Summer 2018, and and interestingly, you know, you know what? One thing I've 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 realized: watching yeah. sports in company, in the company of people, it doesn't matter if friends, even if yeah. you're just gathering in a place to watch sports, it's so much more fun yeah. than uh, watching it on your own. Yeah, you know, it's it's so much more fun. Like when the World Cup was happening in 2018, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um, when I was at uni, mm. they're big on the big screen, middle of June, July. Mm. amazing sunshine in the evening and just watching England play and England play well man you, you know, can watch uh, any game when bro, you could, yeah exactly it's just yeah ab- exactly exactly it's there's so much drama so much happening England games have that ex- you know when you're in England yeah. England games supporting England you have that extra little bit of uh, that extra 10% yeah and you know when I, I remember watching the Columbia game on, on the grass and just the emotions, you know, it was 90, 95% um, mm. crowd of English fans and there were literally five. Columbia oh, so fans. They, they pulled out a projector like that. No, there's a, there's a big screen. There's just a big screen that they, you know, put like events and stuff on. Um, okay. It's not even a projector and people just gathered and, and watched it there. And yeah. uh, I just remember five Columbia fans and then, you know, Columbia equalized um, and then it went to extra time. And oh my days, like the drama and uh Yeah. Yeah, it was it was a good time. It's just crazy the human the human spirit, the way that it translates, man, sometimes. Yeah. And then, you know, again what going going to the cricket, you know, you mm. you, you somebody <clears throat> sat next to you, maybe young, energetic fan just like you are, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you just strike up you know, you strike up a camaraderie, mm. that's it. You really in that moment you're really like Really, yeah, exactly. Feeling like there's a common bond, there's a common goal here. Yeah. <laughs> it's 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 an interesting uh, feeling. It's, it's tribalism, isn't it? Yeah. So the year um, England won the cricket World Cup was was that 2018 as well, 2019. That was 19. Okay. Mm. And then I think they fumbled the Rugby World Cup in the same year. Yeah, they fu- Oh yeah, mate. Oh, I like. I don't care for rugby, but oh, mate, that you was... wanted to see him take it home. Yeah, I did want. I I, I remember the uh, when did we win it? Two thousand and three. Yeah, that uh, was like Johnny Wilkinson. Johnny Wilkinson. Kind of yeah, like, like that, yeah. Everyone knows Johnny Wilkinson, man. It, like the name is immortalized. Um, but nobody remembers that two thousand and nineteen team. In That's terms true. of like lay, lay people, like people who are not involved in rugby. Hundred <clears throat> percent. Um, you know, hundred percent. You you never ingrained. You're never exactly. ingrained just for like getting close. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Getting close doesn't mean anything, does it? It's about, it's as they say, you know, nobody remembers number two. 
Mm. You know, crazy. And, uh, I have been watching um, a lot of, uh, well, not a lot, but following the F1 this season quite closely. Um, I hear they're in Azerbaijan or something like that. Yeah, right? Azerbaijan today. Oh, bro, just drama, drama, the drama. We um was that was that work at the time, but we caught yeah. the last last three laps. We caught the last three laps, and pure pure drama. Um, and you know I've mentioned it to you previously mm. a few times. Like you know I'm mm. falling in love with the sport F1. I'm just falling in yeah. love with it. Um. There's a lot so, of variables, isn't it? There's many variables, and it's and it's the the partnership between the driver and the team, and they're mm. they're two individual beings that come together for a common goal. Yeah. Wow. It's very interesting, um, but you know, for just the whole, you know, somebody, you know, you've got Lewis Hamilton. Everybody knows Lambert Lewis Hamilton. Yeah, yeah. What seven times world champion, and then mm-hmm. you know you've got Sebastian Vettel, four times world champion. He's not got the same you know spark that he used to have and then you've got yeah. all these young guns Max Verstappen Lando Norris uh you know Leclerc all these guys who are coming up and then you know it's the mm. everyone's going through a phase where it's possibly there's being a changing of the guard but yeah. um today you know Verstappen is leading <coughs> the entire race entire race mm. three three laps to go mm. and he's in he's in an open like he's on a straight yeah and he loses control of his car and smashes into the wall with three laps Mental. to go, Mental. three laps to go. Scenes. They call the race <laughs> off. Race is stopped for like half an hour. They clean yeah. the debris, and then at this point, Verstappen's teammates first. Lewis Hamilton second. Uh, I can't remember who's third. Vettel or something is third, or Gasly. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, and um, at the restart, like Hamilton just floors it. Like he just absolutely yeah. sends it. <clears throat> so where would um, where would the lad who who had the stoppage where would he start then in that moment of replay? the guy the, the lad who had the crash yeah yeah yeah, yeah. he's out the race that's the most heartbreaking thing imagine oh, fifty one right. laps and you're in lap forty eight yeah and you've got no you've, like compensation nothing. nothing zero points you've you you're, you're out the race so. To Rob, I don't know about the relationship. <laughs> to Rob Salt in the wound, his yeah. teammate, his teammate, his the, the second driver in the team, because mm. teams tend to have two cars, yeah. and they both have drivers in them. His teammate is now first, Hamilton second. At the restart, Hamilton absolutely sends it, goes into first, yeah, and his brakes don't work. He goes straight off the track at the restart. Mm. Yeah. So added drama. And then uh, Sergio Perez, Verstappen's teammate, goes on to win it. And then after the race, like I was just trying to read about what happened, and mm. apparently, mm. apparently Hamilton pressed uh, the wrong button on his steering wheel, and so his brakes didn't work. Damn, so, rookie uh, mistake, huh? <laughs> for a seven-time world champion, yeah. <laughs> but, um, how drama. many how many races is an F one culminated on? Lots. I don't know. This I don't know. I'm. I'm just getting into it. Like I just. Trying to I don't feel know. Feel out. Yeah. Yeah. I. I watch. I. I watch the highlights of the weekly race. I try and follow who's winning, what the driver yeah. standings are. But I. I'm still a rookie in in the in the in the sport. Like I'm just getting into it. Mm. Um, it's crazy because I, I just think about the gravity, of like you said, the whole team. Like you've got engineers mm. of all different types just in that team unit. Yeah. Exactly. You've got your engineers who spend all this time building and perfecting the car. Then you've yeah. got the pit crew, 
who, you know, in the races when they come in to change tires, change front wings and stuff, they need to be as fast yeah. as possible because the driver yeah. depends on it. And then you've got the driver. Mm. So it is a lot pin a lot is hanging on the driver. And I think that's what we all see when we watch an F one race. Yeah. The driver. We don't all we glory don't, goes exactly. to him. Yeah. We don't see that what they, the hard work the engineers are doing, mm. the mm. hard work that the pit crews are doing. You know, some of these pit stops are under two seconds. Mm. They're rapid. And... With age, I've I've gone on to kind of appreciate team sports for what they are, not just like the men or, or the women on the court. You know, I I just think about like everybody that helped bring that moment together, like mm. the physicians, even to the people that cut the grass, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, absolutely, it's it's a it's a. I, 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 as I get older, I do realize that as well. Even, even at work, even at, um, yeah. you know, every, every day walk of life. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, for example, we're talking about sports, you know, the Leicester groundsman. Uh-huh. Remember when he used to do his little uh, pieces of artwork? Oh, yeah. He, he was very, very techie, as they say. He was, yeah, very, very techie, very talented. And it was, yeah. it was admirable what he used to do. And the, and the FA decided, or the Premier League yeah. decided to not allow it. But, um, I think you know things like that, but even mm. then, on a more simpler level, how well the grass is done affects mm. you know the role of the ball, and mm. you know compare Sunday league football to Premier League football. You know, you're, yeah. it's like playing on a carpet versus it's night and day. Yeah, and and the old 100%. the old videos you watch when you know guys kick the ball and it's beating the keeper and they get stuck in the mud and they're off oh, yeah. A ditch has helped. It's a twelve man, <laughs> isn't it? The twelfth no. man is a crater. Yeah, exactly. Imagine losing. <laughs> imagine losing the World Cup final because you, you know, because <laughs> what? Because you can't even see the ball. It's like, oh yeah, it's a bro, floor below, mate. You know, stuck in the mud, bro. Like quicksand. <laughs> it's gone. What was that game, man? Stuck in the mud. Remind me. Oh yeah, you. that was a game, wasn't it? Stuck uh, in the mud. I remember so- that. Something about if you get tagged, you can't move. Yeah, yeah. If you get tagged, you can't move, and you had to stand with your hands out, didn't you? And people had to run under mm, your arms. Mm. Uh, them ones, man. And then, oh, yeah, off ground touch. Then, yeah. then you had bulldog as well. That bulldog, was a solid one. Classic. Did you did you play bulldog touch or proper bulldog? I think a bit of both, depending on where I was. Yeah, yeah. It's like school, our school kept banning bulldog. People were just abusing it. Yeah, we it was rugby, man. It was pure like. <laughs> drag them down like no holes barred <laughs> nothing people were jumping on each other um but <laughs> so we'd have to resort to uh bulldog touch yeah that's kind of like touch rugby isn't it it's not meant yeah. to be too 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 deep mm. yeah exactly mad it's uh sports imagine imagine discussing with the game iq uh, listeners about kabaddi oh kabaddi <laughs> oh kabaddi 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 yeah do you have to vocalize that? So when you're in when you're in enemy territory, yes. All right. So when you're the when you're the guy in enemy territory, yes. So, um, essentially the yeah. let me let me these might not be a hundred percent, but the the the, yeah. the rough the rough outline is you're playing on a you're playing on a court a square court. Imagine you're playing on a basketball yeah. court, yeah. Like for people <clears> who, who just for some um, simplicity. And you've got a team of guy on one guys on one side. You've got a team of guys on one side. I don't know six or seven. But mm. usually they play it in dirt, like soft soft dirt, or clay um, kind of thing. Clay, yeah. 
And, um, you know, one guy, you, you nominate a guy, he goes into the opposition's territory. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if it's before or after, but his aim is to basically tag an opposition player. Yeah. And run back to his, his side. Yeah. But I think, I think it's after you've tagged the person, I could be wrong. I think it's after you've tagged the person, you have to keep saying kabaddi, 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 kabaddi until you get back. Wow. Um, and the, the opposition has to basically uh, floor you mm. um, in order to prevent you from taking that point. Wow. I'm, I'm going to have to run some point. highlights after this. I'm going to have to yeah. kind of analyze yeah. this again, man. Because it's it a was, proper, like, ra- nationally recognized sport. Absolutely. There's a Kabaddi World Cup, man. Yeah. There's a Kabaddi World the Cup. KWC. The KWC, yes. Hefty. C. <laughs> KWC. <laughs> wow. What is the oldest World Cup? It must be football. It must be. Actually, it? what's older, cricket or football? Oh, definitely football, bro. Most definitely, because cricket's the county championships <laughs> uh, in cricket. You know, it's only been around what 130 years, 131 yeah. years. I think that's how long the county championships been around, and cricket I think goes back to the 1800s or something. And football. Uh, and football goes way back, doesn't it? Like football goes back to medieval times when they used to play village to village. Yeah. Um, and it used to keep getting banned. But I don't know about federation, like football association football, how long that's yeah. been around. I think I think Sheffield United is the oldest club. On really? Yeah. Oh, sure. Go Sheffield. <laughs> yeah, you spend yeah. a bit of time around there. <laughs> Just a bit. Yeah. Um, I- I think the oldest concept of football was in China, like a couple of thousand years ago. No goals. I don't know. Just movement, movement and tackling and dribbling and things like that. With a with a uh, with a round object. Something like that. It must be like mm. straw or something. Something mm. that held it together well. Yeah, sports sports go back, don't they? Like they, yeah. we've always had sports. Whether it's horse riding or some, it's essentially competition, isn't it? True. True. And. Um, I think I was thinking this today. Uh-huh. Uh, I also watched a bit, like I watched like 10, 15 minutes of the cricket. Yeah. Sport, and, and it goes back to the tribalism point. Oh, sports, yeah. Uh, sports is the modern war. Like, yeah. You know, allowed to be a bit carnal. A little yeah. Bit. Yeah. You're right. It is kind of like that. You know, we, we, we say, you know, when we're, when we're hyping ourselves up, for a game or whatever like yes boys let's go to war let's do this but yeah. but i think you know it's it's a it's a substitute that we've created to satisfy that innate desire we have for Com- chaos conflict. and competition yeah and yeah. conflict mm. um and it's controlled so it's <clears throat> okay as opposed yeah. to you know what's what's the alternative you know life yeah. life and death so wow, uh, like it kind of it makes me think like how when we were in that final recently, Chelsea City. Yeah. I, when I was going through, I, I, I kind of reached that point where I was like, man, I don't even, I just want to win for us. I don't even want to win to say that we beat them. Yeah. That's how tense it can be sometimes. Yeah. You know, yeah. but when you're going through it for the season, yeah, 100%, you're just like, it's a bit tribal. You're just trying to prove something for yourselves. Mm. But mm. True glory. I I think you enjoy it just for what it is, not just because you beat X Y Z. 
Yeah, I'm sure there's some studies done on um, tribal mentality mm. in sports because mm. you know you have you have you have teams within the same city. Yeah, and and the fans turn against each other, <laughs> and they absolutely hate each other, and they might riot and they might fight. Yeah, but then they come around yeah. to supporting their national team. Very passionate. And very passionate, and yeah, like it's it's just tribalism at work like it's right in yeah. front of us it's amazing it's, <clears throat> I think it's, it's human nature i think the best example i've seen of that is probably the italian national team um they really forget club loyalty when they play together or naturally naturally like yeah you can even see the stills when they sing the anthem together like they when they play for their clubs like you said they become very um regional region based mm. and they care about those club crests and colors yeah. so much but for the national team, like for the Azuri, they're just something else. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of strong rivalries in Italy, aren't there? It yeah. reminds me of, uh, what was it? Was it Ramos who said this or PK? Uh-huh. When, uh, when Spain were at their <laughs> peak, they, they said, you know, yeah. Barca, Real Madrid, Catalonia, um, Madrid. Spain, Madrid, yeah. we have our rivalries. But when we put on that shirt, yeah, we're all Spanish. We're all mm. going for the same goal. Yeah. It, it, it's it's so interesting. Like we all of our all of our problems get left behind, and we we we're, yeah. we're focused on the same goal. True. Um, but in contrast to that, what was it? For, there was an interview with Ferdinand and Lampard, I think, and they they were talking yeah. about why the England England's golden generation, which I know you have yeah. strong feelings about, very strong feelings about. We we mention <laughs> a lot, don't we? In a, in a kind of close quarters, we speak um, a lot. They said that their rivalries actually damaged them more than they benefited Benefit. them. So yeah. I guess they weren't able to put them aside. Yeah, it makes you think as well because, like you said, that golden generation. I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know if this is a good generation that we have. We have. I think we have a few world class players, maybe two or three right now. Mm. And I don't know. I I I think in terms of the psyche, I like the way that they are. They seem like. They create new bonds amongst themselves. I see, like, Lingard hanging around Mount. Mm. I see Grelish hangs out with Chilwell. I see mm. Henderson's pretty much is a glue of everybody. He doesn't seem to mind. And I think that's quite a positive thing now, looking mm. at it. Yeah. Alternatively, I think the, the rivalries within English football now are weaker than back then. I don't know how you feel. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's also the flip side. That yeah. makes sense. Now but, I can see that too. <laughs> but um, <laughs> like the, I, I don't know if it's because we're younger or we're old. Like I don't, yeah. I, I don't know. You know, my memory doesn't serve me well. But I do feel like the general energy and the vibe around this generation is yeah. a lot more healthier and warmer than it was around, you know, o two yeah. through to o six, maybe two thousand and ten as well. Mm-hmm. Um, that 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 generation felt a little bit colder. Yeah. I, I, I don't I don't know where that's coming from for me, but that's just my you know my two cents on on that situation. I, I think everything is a bit more a bit more careful. Like even the way people recover, even injuries, even um, people taking time out for themselves socially, mentally. Like mm. and the scrutiny is a lot worse. Like you see, like all, all the online hate campaigns. Mm. Um, everyone's getting scrutinized for every game of the season even if it's not a must-win game <laughs> like <laughs> memes and this and that being even made, you know even Mourinho fell for it didn't he when Pogba yeah. and him had a falling out yeah 
Yeah. Mourinho himself some bloody IG. <laughs> oh yeah, Mourinho's <laughs> IG is like, it's fantastic. It's amazing, mate. It's, oh. it's brilliant. He's like, I'm a winner, and what? The guy's been sacked from his last three jobs, and he's like, yeah. yes, I am a winner. <laughs> he he was dropping like all his little trophy highlights before the Roma appointment. Oh, yeah, I saw, I saw that. He was like, this is what I feel. I don't know what, yeah. what he was talking Tottenham's about. Tottenham's the only team that let him down. You think? Because everybody gave him a fair amount of time. Even United. Definitely United did. I think, I think, I think at United, the player and the, and the manager let each other down. Like, the players yeah. let him down and he let himself down. Yeah. Do you think, do you think, do you think his philosophy is out of date? Do you think it's too rigid? Yeah, I think sometimes people make failures to adapt. I don't know if he as a coach is inundated now. I don't know if he's like redundant in his style, but um, he's had moments, he's, he's had lapses. Like look at Guardiola, he just had a lapse in the UCL final, bro. Like bro, almost one-off games. His... No, I don't. I don't. I don't believe in judging on one-off games. One-off games, perhaps, but. Like he went away from his what worked for him, you know, the whole season. What did he do? I I, I didn't watch. So, so um, with his eleven, he kind of went for these um inverted CMs. So he had Bernardo on the right RCM, mm-hmm. and then I think he had um LCM. He might have had who was was it? Yeah, Sterling on the left wing and mm. then behind him I'm trying to think. So he just didn't have Fernandinho. I think he had Foden and then he had like Gundogan uh, in the middle. And yeah. Fernandinho's like anchored him for like two or three seasons. Yeah, now, like the man yeah. just sits on the halfway line. Though. Yeah. And um yeah, he, he, he felt like, you know what, I'll take the I'll take the initiative and I'll I'll, I'll attack them. Mm. And then Chelsea appreciated the notion. They just mm. soaked it in. And then counter, counter, counter. Yeah. That's how the goal was. You know, yeah. Mount had a cut ball, cut yeah. to Havertz, round the keeper, yeah. and goal. Um, yeah. Not judging his legacy off that. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying, like, you know, you have moments where you're not... There's that gamesmanship that's not there. And I think mm. lap, certain yeah. times... Yeah, like Mourinho, he messed up the Europa League game against Dynamo Zagreb. He mm. should be winning that with uh, the mm. Spurs strike yeah. force, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> He's a bit stubborn. Yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I don't know the guy personally. I don't work with him. Yeah. But he yeah. seems a bit stubborn to me. Like he's decided he likes and he doesn't like. If he doesn't like uh-huh. you, doesn't uh-huh. matter if you're Gareth Bale, Cristiano Ronaldo. You're yeah. not playing, mate. If yeah. if you know if he likes you, doesn't matter if you're mm. Jesse Lingard. And I put respect on Jesse Lingard's name. It doesn't matter if you're Jesse Lingard or I don't yeah. know, man. Just he know. used to like Lingard, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. He played him a lot. I he, I think mm. he just likes grafters. Yeah, he just yeah. He's like a good trainer, though Lingard. Yeah, Lingard. I think there was a lot of talk about Lingard going through a hard time, wasn't there? But Lingard's flourishing at West Ham, man. I think he's he he. I feel like he he found himself a home. Found himself a home. He he. I think he. he, I don't know if he's the main man there. I don't follow West Ham close enough, but he's 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 pivotal. Yeah, I mean pivotal. In his record of goals after January, which was the moment he became active, I mm. think he's top two or three in terms of goals and assists. What do they? What do they call him? Messi Lingard, yeah. <laughs> that's that's inappropriate, man. Come on, <laughs> guys, I might get flagged for that statement. There, you know what I mean? No. Um, 
It is what it is, man. I like him. He's got personality. He, he tries to be yeah. himself. He might be cringy, but everyone's cringy now in ways. You know, that's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, man. So, I'm but what have about... you? What have you felt has been quite controversial then, in terms of like, it doesn't even have to be sports, but like, especially like the social media world and everything. Is there anything that you see? Man, I'm an old man now. I don't know. You're asking me questions. That Man's on like nice. seven platforms, bro. What are you talking Even about? High man? five, man. What is high five? <laughs> I I don't know. I think I think it's legit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know more about it than me, bro. I've high uh, five, you know I've not been on t- Twitter in like a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, barely no. on Instagram. Barely on. Mm. I barely replied to the group chat. I am a busy guy. He's a mess. Uh, yes, that that's. An, what what that's do you think about way. players yeah. using in, uh, social media, then, or athletes, or even coaches? Because you just mentioned Mourinho, anyway. Bro, like we're all human beings, man. Like you know, it, it, it there's a there's a there's there's a uh, there's you know we there's a, there's a degree of psychological fatigue, and we all need to overcome it. And athletes yeah. more so than anyone, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you talk, you you meant you touched on recovery earlier, but like, it, it, you know, just let people live, man. Like, mm. you know, if 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 Pogba wants to dance on social media, let him yeah. dance on social media. Like, <laughs> like I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure. You know, back in the day, Roy Keane, you know, he hate or Graham Souness hate on it so much. I'm sure they yeah. used to go down to the pub and get smashed. Yeah, you know, like and and. You know, so like, I'm I'm not uh, like I, I say that you know I'm not trying to think I'm just I'm just you know advocating for his yeah or recklessness but I know recklessness from anybody yeah, but like yeah, yeah, everybody yeah. everybody in their own generation has their way of um you know has has their way of venting on letting venting. out steam so like I talk about getting spicy like Freddie Flintoff the England yeah uh, or great all rounder great cricketer yeah, yeah. You know, he retired in his thirties uh-huh. early thirties and you know yeah. you know what he said he said the reason I retired was because cricket became less enjoyable and more of more of a job like I had to pay attention wow. to fitness like I used to just I used to, I, what I love cricket for was just play and then even as a professional go down for a beer or something mm, um mm. like and then mm. the further I got in my career the more more technology came in more sports medicine came in sp- fitness technologies all of these things came in yeah and it became it, it became very very strict very rigid. very strict and he was like that's not me Mm. And he walked. He walked away from the game, arguably in the prime of his career. Mm. Um, that kind so, of makes me think. When you said uh, retiring early thirties, it reminds me of Magic Johnson, because he retired roughly at thirty. But I think sports science helped him in a sense, because he, at that point, had um, contracted, you know, HIV. Mm. Mm. So then that was all about transmission and things like that. And he, but he was another one that people thought. All right, if he had another seven, eight years, like how maybe LeBron is, then what would mm. he have been? But you see the highs and the lows of sports science and innovation, you know, sometimes it hinders, sometimes, you know, it really protects. Yeah. It, yeah. It's like, it's, it's like anything, isn't it? it, it yeah. Trial and error. You, mm. If you do it enough times, you'll eventually find the golden bullet. You'll get it right. Mm. That was making me think about like Thiago Silva this season. So we get ourselves like a 36-year-old centre-back, you know, highly esteemed. He's quite decorated 
for that position, mm. I'd say. From the 2010s, mm. he's definitely top five center back. Mm. And um, yeah, like one of the things that he advocated to his teammates was those, um, you know, those wraps that people put around their legs or their limbs. And, and yeah. it's like, I think it has an ice core pressure. Okay. I don't know if you've come across those. So okay. he was advocating for those highly. It's all about like his... Uh, his fitness management and mm-hmm. his ability to kind of um, enhance his longevity and his, yeah. you know, his vitality. Hundred percent, man. <laughs> and I, I've never seen that kind of. <clears throat> I've never seen that kind of self-management from a player in a while because mm. with Chelsea, we're quite, we're very shrewd when it comes to anybody over thirty. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. They offer them the one and done, mm-hmm. and then. You either take it or you don't. And most of the guys have probably moved on. Mm. But we started to kind of break that little thing, that little mm. hoodoo and look at mm. guys like him. And he was a massive advocate for that, man. I've seen a Mate. few players like that of that age in different sports. And... Have, you, have, you, have you ever watched Moneyball? That's the, um, the movie about NFL, right? Baseball uh, okay. with Brad Pitt and uh nah, Jonah i haven't had the chance now so they talked about moneyball with lester didn't they like oh so the the whole the the film itself is is a story about um <laughs> there you go slurping yeah um the, <laughs> uh, and um, and um the, the movie itself is all about how how the character that Jonah Hills plays and I don't yeah. remember the the real the real life names of these guys mm-hmm. read a book he did he had a degree from uh, of, in economics from Yale he um yeah read a book about statistics in baseball uh-huh. and tried to apply it to players and he said uh-huh. you know there's a there's a quote in the in the um in the movie he's like the way yeah. everybody looks at baseball and the uh-huh. value of players yeah. is wrong. Mm. You know, it, baseball, the money shouldn't be about players. It should be about runs. You're not buying mm. a player. You're buying a run. So, mm. when you, when, so when you buy a player, you need to look at the average of how many runs does this guy score yeah. compared to how much this guy's worth. Yeah, so the, yeah. run, the, the run to cost ratio essentially yeah yeah this is this is very this is simplifying the whole process down very 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 fundamentally and this is just a very simple breakdown of the thing so when you when you you, when you say run you mean run on the day like or you mean run as in so run as in get on a base get on base get on first so like point point to point bases kind of yeah so um essentially when when a player goes around the diamond in baseball that's one yeah. that's that's a completion of one one point one run right yeah Bring, you're breaking want, it down absolutely yeah and so right. you want you want all of your batters to to all be high like have a high average when it comes to getting on base right because yeah. if, if if the first guy has gets on base a lot that means yeah. then then he'll get to first base second guy will come <laughs> he'll get to first base so the second guy is in second base so on yeah. and so forth until everybody comes home right yeah so these guys, um, the Oakland Athletics, that was the team. And yeah. uh, Brad Pitt has a line, he goes, there's good teams and they're bad teams and there's 50 piles of trash <coughs> and then there, there's us, right? Mm. So this, this team was supposedly like bottom mm. of the barrel, right? Mm. And they had no budget. They'd lost their best best players that season, sold them off. Yeah. Yeah. Very small budget to work with. And so they, 
they bought a team based on the run to cost average mm-hmm. and the first few games of the season like they were on yeah. a losing streak he was billy bean that was the coach's name he was yeah. on the verge of losing his job uh-huh. and then uh, he just uh, they suddenly go on a, uh, on a winning winning streak and they wow. hold the record for the most conse- consecutive games won mm-hmm. and they made it to the world series final and then they lost unfortunately in the world series wow but um this guy created a New York Yankee, Boston Red, like, you know, some kind of system, world class like beating team, world class yeah. level beating team, you know, using budget players, mm-hmm. players that, you know, people had had some players who had no contracts, nobody wanted to sign, yeah. but because they had the good run to cost average, he bought them in and, they, and it paid wow. off for him. Yeah. Um, I don't know how we got here, so I, I don't know what my point was, but nah, essentially, man. that, like, you, you, know, you know, these kind of things, yeah. When someone speaks about them, it opens up many caveats for me because mm. I'm interested in almost every facet of the game. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. So when you're saying that, I'm thinking, all right, team construction, then it goes to agencies, mm. and then it goes to like mm. um, technical directors, and it goes yeah. to endorsements, and who's who's a free agent who's at this who? moment? Like, yeah. yeah. So I got I um I remember the point I was making. Yeah. So you talked about Thiago Silva. Uh-huh. So he brought in a player who was like 37, 38. Yeah. His legs were gone, right? Mm-hmm. But they brought him in. He was mm. so, he, like, this guy used to be a world-class player, but he mm. was so bad. Like, the, he, I think they got him off the New York Yankees. Yeah. The New York Yankees were paying 70% of his salary just so that he wouldn't have to play for them. <laughs> this is... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard of these kind of concepts, yeah. Right? Yeah. And, yeah. um, so this guy was like, I'm a big shot, blah, blah, blah. And there's a scene where those two have a chat. And um, he's like, look, you know, like, you haven't got much left in you. Just mm-hmm. go be a leader. You know, yeah. you're, you, you've got you've got the skills that, that it takes to be a leader. You've yeah. got the personality. You've been go there. Be, like, yeah, go be a leader. And, mm-hmm. like, it shows him trying to be a leader in the thing. So I think... You know, even if you're bringing in um, Thiago Silva, I think is a, is a, is a, is what we were talking about in the example mm, of leadership, mm, and mm. then Cavani is another one at United. Yes, Ibra's yes. effect at United, um, yeah. like these old guys, they come in, they they they're still good footballers. Maybe yeah. not week in week out Premier League level, but they're still good footballers. Yeah, with even good mentality. Cavani for half an hour is damaging, bro. Like exactly, exactly. Diego Forlan. You don't want to. Diego Forlan. How old was he in the 2010 World Cup? What, 34? 34. 32? Yeah, 34. Yeah. And he had he had blistering World Cup. Man. Suarez like, right now, kind of. Suarez, exactly. These 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 older players. Some of them are just gold dust, man. Gold Mavericks, dust. just amazing. They're so. And I think Chelsea's a young team, relatively speaking. Yeah. You've got a lot of young talent that this all all of this can be like rubbed off on. Yeah. Um. And I think, uh, whilst I'm just speaking from a psychology point of view, I'm not talking about the football point of view. I think. Yeah. Thiago Silva was invaluable mm. in were you guys winning the Champions League this season. That's yeah. a guy who really wants it, right? You could think of him maybe. Mm. You know, he's come from PSG, maybe a bit of a wounded dog from losing it so much. Yeah. Um. This is a guy who really wants it. Yeah, and you know some players can, through sheer willpower, yeah, drag a team across the line. Hundred percent. And he had like I don't know, he had like seven, eight league titles. 
He was with Ibra for a lot of the time. Yeah, he was. So he that was. was the one thing that was kind of evading him. Hmm. Exactly. For real. Exactly. So mentality is mentality is mm. admirable, man. Like uh, I'm, I'm very, I'm very envious of mm. of that sort of mentality. Like, is there any like um, <clears throat> sports documentaries or or podcasts that you've enjoyed in in recent times? <clears throat> um, you know, in the Netflix series F1 Drive to Survive, I think that's yeah. what it's called. How it's, long it's, is that? It's 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 like it, it. I think it's a few seasons in now, but basically mm-hmm. they do an episode for every every race or so, mm-hmm. or every other race. And I've seen clips of it, which um, you know, events that have happened in the race, they get yeah. the drivers' reactions and they and they and they get people's reactions and stuff. And it's and it's all very insider, oh, okay. inside sort of. And it, there's a lot of and they dramatize it a bit, but yeah. you know. It's all there's a lot of opinions expressed and stuff. It's all quite interesting. I mean, I've a enjoyed lot of clips things of that. that you wouldn't see, basically. Yeah, exactly. Enjoyed lots of clips of that. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. A lot of people are loving basketball these days. I watched the Michael Jordan documentary. The last I admire dunk. the guy. Yeah, I admire the guy. Yeah. But I don't know. Basketball just some some reason doesn't do it for me. I think um, everyone has their their yeah their forte, you know. Yeah, it just. I think I prefer handball to basketball. <laughs> <laughs> is it the actual the mechanism or the mechanics of basketball? I don't like the idea of it. Just doesn't like you know. I don't know what it is like. I, this is coming from a guy who likes cricket, right? Yeah, who's who's a hopeless because romantic about the game. I don't gets, know why it gets quite. It gets gritty, especially at this time. Yeah. Of year. You know, in the playoffs, like I swear you can cut the tension of a knife. But, like I don't see it. I don't feel it. I, the idea of yeah. going back and forth. Uh-huh. I guess tennis is the same as well. Like tennis can get really intense as well, but I just yeah. don't. It doesn't. So when pull me in. when you you look at the game to see back and forth, it's it's difficult to say how easy that can be because mm. certain teams are built differently. So like they might say a team is a small ball five versus mm. a long five so a small ball five would probably be like you know the the normal five positions and then maybe mm. the tallest the acting center would only be like six eight and okay. on average it would be seven foot okay so then this guy would be more mobile than your average center his lateral mm. movement would mm. be a lot more and so therefore uh, the movement would be a lot of off ball running a lot of mm. setting up for each other Mm. And that wouldn't be quite rigid like maybe the 90s where you had mm. like big guy goes to the rim, bang, dunk mm. or mm. strong layup with contact. Mm. Mm. Um, so then <clears throat> with the rigid game, you mm. wouldn't expect the ball to travel so quickly because mm. people are contesting shots and they're getting stopped. Mm. With contesting, that would decrease the score lines. That's why mm. in the 90s, um, score lines didn't really reach 110 and 120. Mm. On average, it was about 100, man. Mm. So they were slow, tentative games sometimes. Mm. And then you have guys like Steph Curry that introduced this long-range shooting mm. in, popu- in popularity. I don't want to say introduced because you have yeah, guys yeah, yeah, like yeah. Reggie Miller and yeah. you know, Mahmoud Abdurraouf and stuff yeah, that yeah. were shooting threes. Yeah. But when Steph found 
the the formula for it, his mm. Warriors franchise. That's mm. when teams start to say, "Hey, we can cut the disparity of mm. talent mm. with a, a roster that, like you said, about you know the kind of um, runs to the, that, like you know the value of a run. Mm. Be, in this case, it would be the value of points. Mm. So a dude that it doesn't get many minutes. Imagine he plays five minutes a game, but he'll average you ten points because he's good at free. He's good at his three point shooting. Let's mm. say he's got an average of fifty percent. Give mm. that boy, give that boy six shots mm. in his five minutes, mm. and then he'll give you nine, ten points a game. Mm. You know, so the game has changed in, mm. in that respect of um, in that in that dynamic of even defense. That's why mm. the points look like they're just coming on the board and mm. the work is not being done. Physically, mm. they're not even having to sweat as much. A lot is off ball. Mm. Let me find my space. Let me lose my mm. man. I'll catch this ball. Pop. No mm. contact. I don't need mm. to dribble too much with the ball. Mm. Uh, I don't need to go through the attrition of all, of all the pounding and the grounding like the guys in the in, in the past, Shaqs, the Barclays. <laughs> so, I don't know. People, old school guys, they, they actually tend to have some issues sometimes with the game. Mm. Yeah, I can see that. Maybe what they're saying: games are too high scoring. Guys aren't working hard enough. A hundred percent. Yeah, they feel yeah. like. I mean, how does this guy get a big contract? He's not earning the money. <laughs> he doesn't put board, he doesn't put numbers on the board. Yeah, yeah. He, he doesn't he doesn't go through it, you know. But it's interesting. The purist loves it for what it is. Yeah, I mean, you sound like exactly how I would sound explaining cricket. But yeah. I like I I. You know, even hearing you do that, and I appreciate the skill yeah. and everything that goes into it. I know how hard it is. Yeah. You know, to try and get a ball from that far out into this oh, yeah. tiny hole, yeah. like amazing skill, like God-given talent. But I'm sorry, man, yeah. I can't watch. You know how people say I can't watch men standing in the field all day. Yeah, um, you know I can't watch people just throwing a ball yeah. in the hoop, bro. Everyone will have an issue with a sport at a yeah. certain time. Even like, golf, yeah. People love. To slander it, yeah, yeah. But imagine yeah. ultimately, you have to be there for these courses that change mm. shape, and mm. these wind directions that are volatile. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Season pros, like it's these a little sciences. Going. You know, I yeah, was speaking man. to a colleague today as we were watching the cricket, and he, you know, he said he used to play cricket. He's as a young youngster, he's quite good, and he regrets not continuing with it. Oh, right. And he was a bowler, and he was saying, you know, as a youngster, I didn't mm. appreciate how much of the game is psychology. Yeah, between wow. the batsman and the bowler and I was like yes you get it now like yes that's mm. it cricket the game is so much psychology mm. you know you trying to get in the batsman head the batsman trying to you know do his mm. own thing that war of attrition is just mm. poetry man like I could just you know you can write you can write about it <laughs> I could I could write about it all day I could sing yeah. songs about it man but what yeah no, I was going to say, what do you think about, like, the game before the game then? You know, trash talking and things like that. Oh, it's interesting, you know. As I, I've noticed, like, in myself, I think for some guys, I think for some guys, trash mm. talking is part of getting into the zone. Mm-hmm. I think they would feel uncomfortable if you didn't let them trash talk. <laughs> and they would underperform yeah. if you didn't let them trash talk. Yeah. For some guys, it's all about the, I'm in my bubble, don't even talk to me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's I think that's their why, ritual. 
that's their ritual. And I think that's why Conor McGregor might have been so successful, where lots of guys were used to the, I'm not going to trash talk, I'm going to be in my own bubble. Yeah. And Conor McGregor would come in, trash talk them, and they'd be like, whoa, like, I have to respond now. Yeah. And they'd lose their composure. Yeah, these are catching strays with him. Like, lose your composure. And I think he was so good at that. And I think he, he was one of those guys who... Who, who the more he spoke, the more confident he got, the more good he felt about himself. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know about you on a football pitch, like you know, on a, on a mm-hmm. sports field. How, how how would you say? You, are you more of a quiet, reserved sort of let my let my mm. skill do the talking or vocal? Not kind necessarily. Um, I I'm actually quite, I'm quite vocal. As you know, I always used to go by the term reduced or reduced all the time, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Our boys on PlayStation, they know all about that. Mm. Um, <clears throat> so Sick. I was always in there. <laughs> I was always in the engine room, yeah? Mm. And I'm always having to kind of get everybody moving, get everybody reorganized, repositioned. Jorginho before Jorginho, yeah? Yeah, yeah. And But that part of that would be telling people that, okay, XYZ is, doesn't have it compared to you here. And you you gotta you gotta show him what's good. Yeah, you know? giving the leadership. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. And sometimes I'm 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 gonna have to borderline slander the op- the yeah. opposition yeah. to get it through to my men. <laughs> oh, absolutely, man, absolutely. I've noticed. Yeah. Like, do you find when you're when one of the, on those days where you're so and I think it does it help you focus in on the game? Yeah, I think that's like you said that that is a part of the battle of attrition. Yeah, that's a part. Like on so when on days when <laughs> I'm. When I'm up for a bit of a bit of a chat, yeah. like I find my I don't know if it's to do with confidence on the day or your skill level or your energy level. I feel yeah. like my performance is always better um, when I'm focused and when I'm when I'm, you know, more involved in, in, in the positioning or, mm. you know, tactic, the tactical side of things. And I'm making yeah. decisions. I feel like my performance is automatically better. Uh-huh. And um the few times that I've had a more senior role in whatever teams I've, I've, yeah. I've played a role in, I, yeah. I feel like I've always felt, I don't, like, like 10, 10% like better. Could, like a little like bit, you like, could like, thrive. Yeah, like I'm a little bit more in control. Uh-huh. Um, and I think that's just, it's just, and, and on days where I'm a little bit more reserved, and I'm, yeah. and I'm a little bit more unsure about myself, Yeah. Um, you know, those days, you know, the, the quality isn't isn't there. Um, that's crazy that's one thing I like because you know you just talk about knowing knowing yourself and knowing your strengths of that's one thing I've, wow. I've noticed um, mm. but it's so, but it's so everyone has their like everyone has their psychological state that they wish to be in yeah I guess I don't yeah, yeah I don't know or they thrive in I don't know mm. um, that's not to say you know that you, you're you're enjoying the pressure of mm. being you know being in that role mm-hmm but you know the importance of that role and your the feeling yeah. of actually doing well in it is good. Mm. That, that always feels rewarding. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. One of the last questions I'll probably try and ask you then. Mm. What, what do you feel about like a lot of these clubs using therapists and just making players speak out from a humanistic view within themselves to each other? Hmm. Hmm. How do you feel about that? That's that, that, that's interesting. Like you mean like this this sort of self awareness that's come into people. Yeah, but not even to the public. Like within themselves. Like okay, for example, coaches 
communicating um, within within focus groups with players. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. players yeah. speaking out amongst themselves and them creating like reports between yeah. themselves. I think I think you know what it's it's I think it's all part of recovery and a healthy environment. I think you know you yeah. you um just it's it, it's psychological mm. therapy and it's and one of the forms of fatigue. You know, there's yeah. there's four you know the there's thought to be four generic types of fatigue. Okay, like uh-huh. metabolic fatigue, which is like your energy stores. You know, you've yeah. got neural fatigue, which is you know f- fatigue of your nervous system and then you've got mm. psychological fatigue which is like emotional and stress social stress factors mm-hmm. and then you've got environmental fatigue which is comes with climate and travel and jet lag all of mm. that stuff right mm-hmm. and you have and you need and coaches need to be uh they need to be aware of this stuff and i thought i'm sure they taught at coaching school or whatever they go to yeah. um that these are there's different types of fatigue and they need to cater to all of them. And I think a good coach would probably do that. And I think mm-hmm. you asked, you, you asking about, I don't know, therapy groups, focus groups, um, reflection, coaches mm-hmm. sitting, debriefing. I think mm-hmm. that's a way that's that those are recognized ways of dealing with psychological fatigue, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. a, the debrief, um, talking about uh, things that went well, or be, having that self-awareness of where did you, where do you feel, um, you didn't go too well. Yeah. Where do you feel you went well? What areas do you need to um, uh, improve in? Uh, you know, mm. and then the other therapy, the other therapies you look at are like, um, uh, like mental toughness. Yeah. You want know, to, you want to get in good, good men, like good <coughs> thinking cycles. You want to get in good thinking mm. cycles. So you're not catastrophizing. You're not thinking, oh, mm. this, we're one nil down. Like, oh man, this is it. Like I knew this would happen. Oh, yeah. now we're just going to get hammered. But yeah. being like, we're one nil down, all right, let's go, let's get it. Like, you know, that that's yeah. just happened, but we're still better than them. Um, Coaching that into yourselves. Yeah, but positive, you know, that po- that sort of positivity. And it, and you coach mm-hmm. that into yourself and a good coach coach that into their players as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, wow. And then there's like emotional recovery slash uh-huh. contingency planning. Like, so, um, for example, I'll just, you know, I'll just give an example. We yeah. saw, I, I mentioned F1 today. Yeah. Um. Verstappen and Hamilton like yeah. Verstappen is the guy is going to be like he's top of the world championship yeah uh-huh. the guy is going to like imagine you you're, you're leading this race you're, you're yeah this your your rival who's like four points behind you yeah. has has won the last seven of the last eight or whatever championships yeah yeah um and you're finally you're finally in the season where you're ahead of him and 48 laps of this race you've been first and mm-hmm. you've just all of a sudden crashed out Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Imagine the imagine the, the stress. emotional stress and the feelings that would go through you. Yeah, like, naturally at that point, you know. Naturally, yeah. So part of, like, and then you've got to do this again in a week or two weeks' time, and be so up for it and be performing. Be, exactly, be performing at your very best. So you're back in there. You're back in the race, mm-hmm. going for number one. So mm-hmm. part of part of this whole like talking therapy, all of that psychological fatigue, yeah. is fatiguing from the emotionality of it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, recovering mm-hmm. sorry from the emotionality mm-hmm. of it all no um because emotions can be fatiguing as well yeah and then you know and then other, uh, the other thing you know that you know you, the, you, these guys tend to use is like relaxation techniques you know mm-hmm. breathing techniques visualization mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. whatever like hydrotherapy or whatever yeah um 
or meditative things. Yeah, meditative things, whatever. Everything has their own. <laughs> everyone, everyone has their own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've got. I, I want to make this uh, two interesting points before, like, before we end. Like the, the mm-hmm. things that I really wanted to bring up, and I think you'll find mm-hmm. them fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, one is about visualization. Mm-hmm. So, back from my neuroscience days. Um, yeah. I remember reading uh, in a book about visual, 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 visualization in um, yeah. in sports. Uh-huh. So athletes, when they visualize themselves performing a particular skill, yeah, the motor neurons, like those motor neurons in their brain, would be activated. Wow. Um, as if they're actually doing that 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 thing. Yeah. So you know how people say visualize what you're doing and visualize. Like, yeah practice visualization foresee it foresee it like say you're in bed and you're like you really want to work on i don't know like you know this particular three like free your free throw in basketball like visualize 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 and you're you're building that habit in your brain you're building those neurons up of that you need to do the perfect free throw um so that's that's the power of visualization (laughs) Mm, um mm. and then the second thing relates to recovery so I actually read like I was doing some pre-reading like for this and I actually read uh, in mm. a in a paper um mm. on sleep hygiene uh for optimizing recovery in wow. in athletes okay. um it talked there was a study that looked at NFL games yeah um which compared east coast teams playing on the west coast versus west coast teams playing on the east coast mm. right and it was what it was looking at was um whether the afternoon games and evening games was the outcome different depend for the traveling team. Mm-hmm. And interesting, you know what they found? They found mm. for afternoon games for both, both coastal teams, no difference mm-hmm. in outcome was observed. So mm. people, so these athletes would usually play in a one o'clock or a four o'clock mm-hmm. game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But for evening games, mm-hmm. East coast teams consistently performed poorly on the West coast. Um, wow when they're during the evening so so evening yeah. games so with evening games which uh you know would happen uh yeah. later on in the evening which tended to finish 2 a.m maybe mm-hmm. like east coast time so yeah. 2 a.m for the east coast players yeah their body clocks just didn't know how to deal with it and so they would consistently mm. consistently perform poorly and this mm. this this data this this conclusion was drawn from over 40 years of nfl games so like this is not like light you know, the 40 years of yeah. NFL games were analysed. Um, and you have and to think how many players are in an NFL roster as well. NFL roster, yeah. So As well, yeah. yeah. Exactly. And this was the conclusion mm. that came to, like, that the importance of sleep. Yeah. Um, that sluggishness I, came into effect exactly. a lot of time. Yeah. And I just I, I just want to raise that point. Like, I was reading it and I was like, you know what? Omar will find this very interesting. I'm here to attack Adam Silver's brand of the NBA. And I'm joking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> get to the get to the get to the actual point. We're here. Yeah, Let's yeah. get to the crux, baby. I'm I, I'm a tycoon, and I I, I need those stocks high. Nah, I mean, um, yeah, like these are things you have to consider. I'm always up for developing things. I don't want to sit in tradition for tradition's sake. So if you can. If you can get a better product from from revision and from analysis like that, mm. Mm. and the better product would be to have every everybody on even scale, 
not feel like certain players, if they're from down south or if they're from the east or from, mm. from the west or whatever, feeling like they're going through some form of physical taxation. If you can get a better product and, and put everybody on a level of parity, then you should always look into it. You know, that, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, tradition I, for I, tradition's I, sake is quite toxic. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> mate. Oh, mate. So, so, so it sounds like you're a fan of the European Super League. You know what? I, I don't agree with the way that the UEFA is going with this new team format. Like, they're adding teams. Yeah, <laughs> they're adding yeah. teams. Uh, you know, certain things like they need more subs. They're not doing that. VAR yeah. needs to probably be worked on a little bit. But I like the concept of the ESL to some degree. I don't like mm. the concept of a vacuum from the rest of football. Though. No, I I I I I, pro- I probably agree. But yeah. like, I think football needs reform. Yeah, that's probably yeah. part of the reason why I've fallen uh-huh. out of love with the sport. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, at the same time, like, yeah, the European. You like you like the you like the like the the organic aspect of football. But yeah, you know, like, I love the what, I what love the spectacle of it, and I love and yeah. I love what it stands for, and I love yeah. the history of it. But yeah. I just I think in its present form with VAR with lots of these things, I just yeah, I just can't, man. Like, it's an estate. As of a food, un- yeah, right <laughs> as as a United fan, like don't get me wrong, we've benefited lots from VAR. Um, <laughs> You know, I was watching the that PSG Man United game earlier when yeah. Rashford scored that penalty in Ole's <laughs> first season. Like, yeah. you know, we've benefited lots from it, but at the same time, I think yeah. it's taken some purity out of the game, man. Like, so for cricket, if yeah. you never had that system of, um, it's called Hawkeye now. Or yeah, Hawkeye. Yep. Would you live without Hawkeye right now? <laughs> would I live without Hawkeye right now? No, I would not. I wouldn't. So, I absolutely so is that would not. appropriate? So, so, so look at it this way. Look at what was happening, right? Yeah. Before Hawkeye, so cricket's gone through evolutions. Cricket has been so cricket used to. We started off with the evolution of sort of uh, following the rules in cricket happened like this. We started yeah. off with home umpires. So the umpires oh. slash the referees would be provided by the home team. <laughs> Okay, yeah. so they were homegrown. They would always be home bias, always like it was there. Mm. So in the eighties and like or so, Imran Khan came along and he was one of the biggest advocates for neutral umpires. And he said, when two countries play together, the umpire should be from a third country that's neutral. Yeah, and that brought some fairness in. That's his political acumen coming into effect. <laughs> like he was, <laughs> you could see it, man. He was a great leader. Um, like yeah. I've, you follow some of the stories, but anyways, um. Yeah. And then we brought in Hawkeye, right? Hawkeye yeah. came in. Hawkeye essentially tells you the tra- the le- it's, it, tennis uses the same technology where it's ball tracking technology, and it tells yeah. you whether or not the ball is going to hit the stumps or not, um, uh-huh. and you can make a decision based on that. Yeah. And then we brought in, so that wasn't used for decision making initially. Mm-hmm. That was just used to see um, whether the umpire got the decision right or wrong. Yeah. You know, in the in the commentary box, but. Yeah. What they then brought in was the decision review system known as the DRS. Yes, yeah. So then, kind of like VAR, but instead of the referee deciding to review a decision, Uh the players decided to review the decision. And depending on the format of the game, you would have a maximum of two 
right? Two reviews. Yeah. And you use if you, if you used it and you got it wrong, you'd lose it. If you mm. used it and got it right, you'd keep it. So, you know, a player's, you know, they they think they've got this guy out LBW leg before wicket. Yeah. The umpire disagrees, mm-hmm. and then the the players have fifteen seconds to decide whether or not they want to review the the umpire's decision, mm-hmm. and then it goes to a third umpire if they review it. Mm-hmm. The third umpire reviews the technology. Where did you know does does this a particular delivery meet the conditions for the board for the player mm-hmm. to be given out LBW? Mm-hmm. If it meets the decisions, then you over the umpire overturns the decision and the player's out. Yeah. And I think that that has now become part of the drama of cricket. And I think cricket has applied it really well. Cricket has applied it really well. I think yeah. VAR can have a similar impact, but it's just been applied really poorly. Mm. Um, I, I, I don't know. Like, imagine if, if the captain could decide that, you know, I want to review this referee's decision. All right. The player's been ref- red carded. Instead Whether, of the referee. Uh, yeah, yeah. Not just goals, but fouls as well. But fouls or whatever. Yeah. Um, and 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 you had one one reviewer half say yeah 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 and 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 you reviewed the umpire the, the referee's decision the, yeah. the ref's given a red card you feel it's wrong review it um I don't think football would stand for it personally I think the purists would like they they're already chucking banana peels at me but um like I don't know it's just a, it's just a suggestion you know there's a hundred ways to make it work I I think a part of the ESL backlash was um, maybe a battle of classism. They didn't want to be the top six. Whoever whoever was kind of protesting against it was was emphasizing that they don't want to be ostracized from the way from the rest of society. So like the Chelsea fans, they want the <laughs> they don't want to be in a vacuum where they can't still have something against Brentford and Queens Park Rangers <laughs> fans. Yeah. You know, yeah, because a yeah. lot of them, I know, especially some of the older heads, they really appreciated those days because, as you know, Chelsea were not always this team. You know, only yeah, on the turn of yeah. the 2000s, they, I, yeah. I feel like they yeah. were a big team. Well, I so still before remember, that, yeah, yeah, FIFA 2000 that, stats for Chelsea, mm, but 100%. They were like the Everton level, right? Yeah. So th- they appreciate those relationships and to be ostracized. It almost makes it would actually create definition for the title of scum. <laughs> you know, you, Bro, you know? like yeah. as a, as a as a United fan, I still want to see us play Leeds. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Absolutely, still want to see us play Leeds. Yeah, um, and and you and you don't want that connective tissue to be damaged yeah. that could allow Leeds to be like a, a top six team or exactly. Leicester. You know, or, or yeah, exactly. Like imagine Leicester did like. A Leicester will never happen again because of the ESL. Yeah. Nah, but I can't. feel like Leicester, the trajectory of it is to probably usurp that of an Arsenal. Like, I'm not even trying to cap. No, they've, you know, I agree. You know why? Because they've, that they did 2016 and now, yeah, they fell away this season, man. I feel for them, man. They fell away this season, but. They got themselves a cup, though. But the, exactly, in the last two or three years, yeah, they've rebuilt that team. They've spent mm. money wisely and they're, they're coming again. And apparently there's, there, there, mm. there was talks about a Moneyball-esque situation at Leicester as well. And it, yeah. it shows, it's like 2016 was no fluke. Um, yeah. It might yeah. have been like a bit of a fluke, but it, like there was some method behind the madness. Yeah, yeah. No, you're very right. I mean, you've got a captain from Jamaica. Um, you've got Vardy that's come from 
conference. Non league football, yeah. Yeah, same with Riyadh and same with Angola Kante. <laughs> so that's definitely like that. That's great scouting from everybody involved, man. Yeah, I, I respect that establishment. Yeah. That institution, Leicester City, has won my heart, man. Like, Everybody felt okay with that dial. Yeah. Was, that was a truce. Everybody lowered their swords for that. One. Yeah, yeah. They were like, yeah, you are the true <laughs> king. <laughs> so I feel like I've got through a lot of these topics that I kind of wanted to get through. Mm. A lot of it was just organic. You know, I didn't want to cut around um, the bone. I was very happy mm. with it. One mm. thing I'll ask you then. What are three things you wish mm. to see within sports this year? Like, for example, any titles that you want to see your country win or is there anything mm. you hope to see from mm. the rest of 2021? Man, I hope, I hope, I hope. The first thing I hope is that COVID doesn't cancel all these things again, man. Yeah. That's the first thing I hope. Like, mm. like uh, mm. last year was unbelievably dry without proper sports, man. True. Um. I think, you know, as hard as it is to stay, say, I yeah. think number one, one thing I'd like to see in sports is uh, Verstappen win the world championship. You want to see the changing of the guard? See, I like, I want Lewis Hamilton to get his eighth and be undisputed, right? But at the same time, there's a soft spot for Michael Schumacher where it's like yeah. Michael Schumacher, man. Um, so I'm a bit, bit mm-hmm. on the edge, but you know what? Verstappen, the guy, you know respect his driving he's very good he's very young and talented yeah yeah, yeah. you know let, let's see that happen it's about time we have like a new world champion as well mm. um, that's one that's well, one give me two more give me two more I'm not even looking forward to these Euros man I can't lie <laughs> <laughs> I think it's what it's multi-nation hosting isn't it it is yeah but I don't know okay. like it just doesn't have the same same buzz to it man like the if Maguire scored in the final, you wouldn't hear the end of ah, it. Not from me, yeah. yeah not from me. <laughs> you, you, you'd half be bantering us, half celebration. <laughs> be like, yes, the my fringe. boy came through. I knew it all along. Um, <laughs> yeah, nah, man. I imagine that. I think, I think, um, yeah, I think I would like to see, I would like to see, I would like to see England win the Euros. Like I think, you know, in, yeah. in, especially as England, like England fans, we're all starved, man. We're starved. We're of 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 another title. Right. We're we are we are we are Oliver Oliver Twist asking for. Please, can I have some more? Um, Definitely, man. Like things are. Are we the Tottenham here. of international teams? Bro, don't even, man. Don't I'm sorry. Even. Don't even. Like we might well, we might well be. Like we might well be. Just, yeah, like. Don't, 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 don't. So many, so many strong feelings about that 28, that semi-final. Oh, yeah, and we always refer to it. So many we'll, strong we'll, feelings. We'll definitely have to have, a note, have you on another yeah. episode and just uncover some feelings about set <laughs> Therapy. <laughs> yeah, the therapy session. Um, yeah, third one, I think the third one is, um, yeah. def- I think, uh, definitely see a... Uh, Pakistan mm. England World T Twenty Final. Wow. When year, when would that be for anyone listening? I think I think, I think uh, I'm not actually sure. I think it's in India, so it would probably be October November time. Winning um, on Indian soil would be different. Oh yeah yeah yeah. It would be <laughs> for the big P. It would be uh, it would be uh, something yeah. else. 
But I think that's one. You'd be that, taking the, the pee things. with that, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you'd see me on top of those uh, buses in Brum, bro. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, wait, wait, wait. I know this guy. He's a professional. What the hell is he doing up there? <laughs> professional hooligan, mate. Out here. <laughs> a professional scum. No, I'm joking. Oh, I, I'd actually respect that, man. You probably make that your display pick on everything. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'd be like, I was there, fam. Like, you know what? I am yeah. no, you know, it, like literally in twenty the twenty eleven World Cup, so Pakistan topped their group, mm, mm-hmm. but we lost one game to New Zealand. We topped our group comfortably. Yeah, we lost one game yeah. to New Zealand in the group stages. Yeah, yeah. Bro, I was despre- depressed for two days. The effect of it, right? De- like you know, I, I'm not using the word depression lightly because depression no, is depression. No. But bro, I was, yeah. I was wow. low mood, can't sleep. Yeah. Like, like catastrophizing like the world is finished yeah wow bro it was painful but nah, since then, i hope you <laughs> i hope you have a good one especially if you meet india man um yeah one thing i have to ask you as well if you find an iron man mask put a pakistan design on it man that would be so <laughs> jokes <laughs> well i'm not I, I personally don't want to become a meme because that well would that, that would come that would but no one would know you then you're just literally yeah, create a yeah, meme absolutely. and you can you, live off it anonymously you know that uncle the bold guy like that uncle meme the bold guy who's got his hands on his hips yeah yeah yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a that that's 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 a pakistani fan a fan from the 2019 world cup bro and it's very effortless when he did it like, like he he didn't think that expre- would be anything no exactly expressing his uh dismay at uh you know some of the uh, yeah. yeah, and if you don't want to have if you don't want to have the Iron Man mask, you can obviously choose like Captain America's or Ant Man, whoever you want. Just create, bro, like... hit, no, bro, hit me up, man. I'll wear a Spider Man suit. <laughs> Let's go, spandex, pack, bro. I'm out here. Yeah, bro. prototype, bro. I need a pack bro. prototype. Yeah, I'm out here, bro. Multiverse for Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> catch, catch me in the next movie. Oh <laughs> Starring... my god. That actually sounds like that would be another alternative. <laughs> you don't, you don't, you don't want to go to that universe, bro. <laughs> who, who would the bad guy be? Like, who would the kingpin of PKB? <laughs> that itself, like, he'd be wearing that is, like that's a big question. You don't want to say them answers, <laughs> brother. He'd be wearing like a shell wire, chai on the side. Kane on the other side, bro. Big cigar got his get got his topi. Oh my days, mate. Oh my days. He's probably oh, got man. like, oh yeah. He's standing in his farm, in front of his farmhouse <laughs> with his tractor, and he's <laughs> ready to do oppression, bro. He's ready Mental. to finish you, bro. He's like his his gunde already. His boys are ready. It's sad that that actually represents certain fans that we that we see, man. But lovely to hear it. That's three questions answered for me. Mm. We're 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 having we're having a real gander today. I think that was a solid session. Anything else you wanna you wanna plug or anything else you wanna push out there? Any movement you wanna support or something? Man, I'm just a late like live and let live going. I don't wanna. I'm not 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 right now, man. Maybe maybe soon things. All let's, right, let's, let's let things simmer for a bit. Maybe yeah, next yeah. time. Maybe next yeah, time. Yeah, I mean, I know you definitely have a few projects you have in mind. Um, when you come back, definitely mm. keep them in mind. Feel free to plug. This mm. is also a billboard. It's an audio billboard. So at the end, people normally plug whatever. But that's 
That's the doc with you. Do, not doc octa. No, no, not the spy. Who's doc octa, bro? Doc. Oh. Oc- Oh, doc- oh my! Oh my! Please. <laughs> I don't see me in Doctor Actor is the, the Doctor Octopus of, oh, of no. PK Man. That, uh... that is stretch, but that's also very good. <laughs> On your feet, lad. Well done. Oh my goodness, man! This is great. This is great, man. So... Man, I'm gonna need to work on my um my artistry and see what I can do with this guy. <laughs> what is he? I... Just I, I yeah I can just imagine him already. Don't worry. Yeah, <laughs> it's actually, I, I, it's I, heavy I on the heart, imagine. man. It's bro, heavy on the heart to imagine. He's this. got them leather shoes, bro. As uh, <laughs> yeah, bro. No, I I, I can imagine him. Uh, you tell me. You tell me just quickly before we finish. You tell me. Top three, yeah. Okay, no, top... not even top three. Why what? are you this guy, bro? Listen. What do you mean? Ex- express to me. Express. Express. Express to me the feelings you had. When Chelsea won the Champions League final, because oh, you were yeah. quite quiet, you were you didn't you didn't really express much in the group. Like oh, our, our boy was yeah. going off, yeah, you didn't yeah, express yeah. much in the group. So all right, so, run me through your emotions. Yeah, I'll do that for a minute or so. So what happened was, um, I watched the final. I just I just breathed it in, and it was just jubilation. A lot of it, I I. I and was emphasizing even to myself that I felt crazy that we were there at that position. I felt like if you're looking at squads, we're probably not even around top three or four. I think we're around five, six, seven. Mm. And I felt like we fleeced it to some degree, just war mentality, mm. you know. And, and it goes back to what you said about psychology. Like we won that aspect. Mm. And that is what defined us. So then I was just calling up every Chelsea fan that I had in my phone book to kind of wish them well and I hope they enjoyed the season. Eid Mubarak. 100%. I literally, to some people, I was like, look, I know I didn't reach you on Eid, but this is like another Eid. So. <laughs> I was just wiling, man. And I called Whale and then we were just kind of reflecting and we were just talking about, you know, how our thoughts on it and whatnot. And I think I went out to get myself like an ice cream and just sat alone, just Bro. trying to cool down after all that crap. Talk to me about the emotion. Yeah. Use the, you know, were you ecstatic? Were you, were you intoxicated? Yeah. Were you, what, <laughs> come drop the, some of that vocab on me, man. That vocabulary, come on. I mean, I, I would say it's that feeling of exhilaration, you know, that mm. feeling where you feel, but it's not the kind of high where you feel like, all right, crap, we can't reach this again. Actually, mm. it was like the kind of feeling where it's actualization. It's like, all right, this is our level now. Like, we're getting closer to the Man Uniteds now and the trophy mm. hall for mm. the CL. And now yeah. we're creating distance with other teams in London and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. and not even just that. It wasn't just about defining yourself against others. It was about how we achieved it. So, like you said, like I said, like, it just seemed unreal. Like, if you looked at what we went from in January mm. to this point here, like, it was night and day. Yeah. So it was a bit of disbelief. It was... Respect to Frank. Respect to Frank. Yeah, like, yeah. He, laid the, he laid the groundwork, mm. obviously. Mm. But you had someone like Tuchel that was kind mm. of like a very Savant. shrewd... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, shrewd tactician, someone mm. that's quite seasoned. And he came through, man. It's, I'm still in disbelief, really. I look at the pictures. I still I saved about 15, 20 pictures of that day yeah. just looking at those images, man. Very, very quickly, I'll just say, as an outsider, yeah. personally, as an outsider, 
yeah. that Chelsea win was like that was that that was sort of mm. groundbreaking. That you know that that was like an earthquake. Like you felt the yeah. the ramifications of you know how you said that yes, we're up there with the Uniteds now. It was like yeah, a, yeah. It was a plaque on the wall. It's a felt Definitely. like a felt like a bang on the table. Like yeah, we're here and we're mm. here to stay. Mm. We're mm. one of you. Um, and 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 you and you think as well like how. You had some of Guardiola's guard there, like mm. the Fernandinho's, the Agueros, uh, and and the, and the likes like that. And you're thinking that's that's meant to be their defining moment, and we took mm. it away from them. Oh, that's peak. You know what I mean? So it's just mm. crazy. It's just crazy mm. to think about it. But yeah, yeah, I appreciate you asking me about that and allowing me to like relive that moment right now, man. Mm. You're welcome, bro. Yeah. So. That's all with me and Dr. Osman. I will probably get this man on again. I'm not sure if he wants to come this season. I, I'm still seeing how many episodes I want in this season. Um, but yeah, guys, I'm trying to bring you all different types of characters, all different types of viewpoints and perspectives, and for you to have your own introspection. So please try to unpack and unlayer what we say and try to enjoy the ride that we have and build yourself as a result. So, my man, I will catch you soon. I appreciate having this talk as well. We haven't had a talk in a while anyway. We haven't, bro. But thank you for having me. Anytime. Anytime. I'll catch everybody soon. On to next Monday, guys. Appreciate you. Much love. And bye-bye.